I'm Michael. I'm a small business owner, investor, entrepreneur, work in process, and so, so funny improv artist. But best of all, I'm a TV host, and I'm your host for what we call the Second Scene Podcast. It is a dweebs global production where you can go for free mentorship help, completely free. We have mentors around the world. They'll help for anything from mental health to resume writing. And again, it's completely confidential and completely free, 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 dweebsglobal.org. So today I'm here with Vasali Nikade. Nikade, I think I got that close. Vishali, yeah. Vishali went from being an engineer to reading people's futures. She's a psychic. So welcome psychic Vishali. Thank you. Yeah, I'm happy to have you. Yeah, thank you. It's nice to be here. Always an interesting, an interesting subject. Uh, why did you go from being an engineer to being a psychic? So uh, I wish I could tell you I had planned it, but I did not. And neither did I wake up one day and say, oh, today I'm becoming a psychic. Nope. It, it was a series of accidents that led me to doing that. And what happened is I was looking for answers related to some work questions. And um, I started consulting psychics. And I thought that since the psychics are supposed to see the future, they would be able to see my future and tell me what's going to happen. I mean, how hard can that be? Right. That's what they're there for. <laughs> so I contacted one psychic and uh, I don't know. I think she wasn't telling me what the truth or what I wanted to hear or a combination of the above. <laughs> so I said, OK, let me try a couple more. And uh, by the time I started trying a couple more, couple more, I was over 40, 50 psychics. Wow, that's a lot. I know, but when you're just trying a couple more, you don't count. You just do a couple more. Don't you count your wallet? That's a lot of money you spent. <laughs> well, uh, that's, uh, how do I say it? That's a little different, <laughs> different question because some of the readings I got... Uh, Maybe not at full price. Uh, maybe okay. there was some element involved in there where I uh, maybe they had like a uh, what do you say a sale going on or things like that. But um, after I was done with about forty or fifty psychics, I kind of threw my hands up in the air and said that these guys are clowns. They have no clue what they are talking about. I said I need to figure this out myself. Okay. And how hard can it be? <laughs> Well, a lot of people think it's impossible. <laughs> oh, well, that, that's not my problem. Right. Uh, so I decided to, um, I started thinking about it. And I said, listen, this is how it's going to be. So you have to understand that I came from a very left brain scientific mindset. Mm -hmm. And I was designing computer chips. And essentially, when you add one and one, if you don't get a two, there's a problem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I'm a computer programmer, so I completely oh, understand that, yeah. So it's, uh, it's like the same, almost the same background, not quite, but mm -hmm. anyway. So um, I said, listen, if we if they can see three months, six months out of the future, then they can see maybe three days, three hours into the future. And if I really want to test this, then I just need to like test it for an hour or two hours, and I you have to think about it. It's like an engineering testing mentality. You have to test in small chunks to see if it works. And then I compile the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know, if I can test it for a couple of hours and predict what's going to happen in the next few hours, then, you know, there is some sense in moving forward. Otherwise, it doesn't even make sense. So I decided to start testing. 
and uh, I used to go to the gym in the morning. This is a story back from 2014. Mm -hmm. So I used to go to the gym in the morning and um, I said that, you know, what I'll do is I'll kind of do a reading of what's going to happen in the gym because I used to hang out there for a little over an hour. And every day I would do something different. Like some days I would do like the Stairmaster, some days I would run, some days I would lift weights, some days I would do kickboxing. So there would be enough variety for me to kind of see how it actually works or plays out. Mm -hmm. And I said, if it works for an hour or so, then, you know, I can kind of look a little bit more into the future and kind of see if it makes sense to move forward. Right. So uh, first day, and uh, you have to still realize that I still had all my engineering <laughs> brain intact. So first day I did the reading, I took a notebook and paper and I wrote down, you know, what is going to happen very systematically, like, like you write equations. So I wrote down what's going to happen. And then, you know, by the time I go there, I kind of forget about the reading. I just do what I have to do. And then I come back. And then I look at what I had written and, uh, you know, it actually played out. But you were writing, aren't you kind of telling yourself what to do at that point? No, it's like, you know, um, it is more like prediction. Like uh, I'm writing like how it is supposed to play out. So for instance, you know, how do I say this? Um, it's like, uh, give me an example. Let's say you're running, okay? And uh, you have a certain pace, like let's say you run 10 minute miles or something. And then you can plan your route that if I'm going to run five miles, then it's going to take 50 minutes. And maybe if I give myself some margins in an hour, I'll be done. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have the whole route and everything planned out. And now I know that I'll be done in an hour, right? So I have that whole thing down. So now for the prediction, you know, I, I could say that, okay, this and this is going to happen. And I would just write a few sentences on what to expect. So it's a little bit broad because there is no specific question Right. It's a little general, but it still gives you the essence of it. So what would you what would be a prediction you would make for your gym? Yeah, so I'm going to come to that. There's a quiz you didn't know about. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so the first day, you know, um, whatever the prediction was, it played out. And then I said, oh, well, one day can be fluke. You know, I just kind of uh, tossed it out <laughs> into thin air. So the next day I wake up, I said, mm, let me try again. There's <laughs> a little bit of excitement and anticipation. Mm -hmm. So I do the same thing. I write down my prediction and I try again. And I come back and I see, oh my God, I actually predicted what's going to happen. <laughs> that is so scary. So what <laughs> so was it I, though? What, what, what did you predict? Uh, whatever whatever was happened, like maybe I'll talk to someone or maybe I'll spill water or whatever it was that would happen, whatever was the most significant thing that would happen. Okay. So when we come to the quiz, you'll know. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I do the same thing the third day and the third day I come back and the same thing. <laughs> I predicted what would happen. So then I started scratching my head. I'm like, come on, this cannot be, this cannot be how I'm predicting my own future over here. <laughs> how can that even be possible? I said, okay, let's say hypothetically that you can do it. So I said, if you can do it, then you can change it too, because you can essentially see through the future. So then you can also change it. So I said, okay, let's give that a try. Today I'm going to kind of um, uh, change my future. So 
I so I would have different days. I would have like a cardio day and a weight training day and so on. So that day was supposed to be my cardio day. And uh, I would either run or go on the Stairmaster. And it was kind of undecided. Uh, you can say that it was depending on how I felt, I would either do one, one of the two. So I said that, okay, today if the reading says Stairmaster, then I'm going to go and run. And then if the reading says run, then I'll go and do the Stairmaster. So that I'm right and the reading, <laughs> reading is wrong. Okay. So then uh, do you want to make a guess as to what the prediction was or what the reading showed? Because I, whatever it showed, it said, I would, no matter what I did, I would be right and the reading would also be correct. Mm -hmm. Do you want to make a guess? Like both of us would be correct. And I was, I was going to flip because if it said Stairmaster, I was going to go and run just to prove that I can change my own future. Right, right. So why couldn't you though? So uh, what the reading showed was a woman at crossroads, which meant that no matter what I did, I would be correct. And so would the reading. So that day, actually, there was a switch that flipped in my brain, which said that, okay, I need to look into this. So I started looking into it. And then I did more readings on myself. And then I started uh, reading more people. And Wait, uh, they I'm would sorry. come back. Is this all with tarot cards? I use a different type of cards. So okay. I did get uh, training related to clairvoyance and then I use a different type of cards and uh, uh, it's more like uh, for predictions, for predictive uh, future, let's say. Okay. Um, so then I started reading other people and then they started coming back and telling me that it actually played out. And before I knew, I actually became, <laughs> became a psychic. Okay. <laughs> and... Uh, one of the things which uh, one of well uh, i don't know how much you know about the psychic world but uh, about 70 70 percent plus of my readings were related to love and relationships mm -hmm. and people wanted to know more about like their future girlfriend or boyfriend so i would uh, i would uh, give them a description of uh, what they would look like how you would meet them all those details okay so that became my bestseller. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people always want to find out about. I, I lived in New York City for a long time and I had a psychic across the street from me on St. Mark's Place. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that was the reason I went to her every time. <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's uh, like one of the well i mean that's the entry point but then you know people kind of go in different directions some people want to know about health some people want to know about business some people want to know about career about money and so on right. but a lot of them the entry point is always related to a relationship okay do, yeah. you, do you believe that anyone can be a psychic if they learn the tools absolutely 100 percent Okay. And they have to have the patience uh, to learn it and to test it. So a lot of it is also testing and uh, refining your abilities and uh, kind of correcting what's missing, uh, that kind of a thing. Right. So what do you think it is? Do you think you, do you think you can tell the future or do you think you're really good at just reading people or, or what do you think, what do you think is the bulk makeup of, of what it is? No, so uh, essentially, actually, there's a science backing uh, to it. It's uh, it's not that uh, there is a science backing to it, which is essentially that essentially time, the way we know it, it doesn't really exist. And 
most of the people when they think of time they think of time as a linear thing which is you know it's like past past has happened present is now and future is going to happen but time actually is multidimensional which means that the past present future they are all happening at the same time and uh, think of it as having three dimensions and just by being in one dimension i can look into the other dimension that's how by being at let's say i i would go to the gym at 6 30 so at six o'clock uh you know i already know what's going to happen at 6 30 because that's just another dimension and uh by by knowing that or understanding the concept behind it it's very easy to understand how actually psychics predict the future and how it's possible to actually see through things and predict so this is just one aspect of it which is seeing through time and another aspect of it is actually seeing through space and seeing through space is uh, usually i use that for lost object readings like let's say that uh, i lose my key or uh, i lose my wallet and then i can just look at it and i can tell you know what is the place where i left it or for instance you know my parents uh, lost their key and uh, they are actually in india and um, i told them just by sitting here in san francisco where they can go and find their key. So that's just an aspect of seeing through space. Okay. Yeah. And you do that without cards. That's just something. So I, I, I do it both ways. I do it with cards and without cards. So uh, sometimes there is um, a strong uh, pull. And when there is a strong emphasis on something that's going to happen, then I start getting a lot of information and impressions. And I'll give an example since you asked. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was traveling once and uh, I do two meditations a day. Well, minimum of two meditations a day. That's great. That's so healthy. Yeah. Depending on how bad the situation is, sometimes it can bump up a little bit. But two is like the minimum, one in the morning and one at night. So I was sitting in my hotel room and I was doing this meditation. And I see like a weird scene. Um, and uh, the scene I saw was like myself being stranded on the freeway and like I have to sit and wait for help. I'm like, man, that's a scary scene. I know, I've never seen that kind of a scene in my meditation. <laughs> so I kind of just discarded that because the next day I was supposed to drive back to California. I just discarded that and just went to bed and then I wake up the next morning. And, you know, it's time for meditation. So I do my meditation and I see the same scene. I'm like, no, that's too much of a coincidence. Mm -hmm. So then I confirm it with a reading and the reading showed that, you know, the car was going to get into an accident. I'm like, dude, that's great. <laughs> so I had to swap my car. So I kind of diverted myself. So I was in the state of Washington. So I kind of took a different route. I went to the Portland airport, I swapped my car and uh, that's how I came back. And while I was coming back, there was like a black Mercedes which was stranded on the freeway. And I looked at him and said, oh my God, that could be me. Oh, that's what, so you saved yourself essentially. <laughs> Pretty much. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's wild. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, some of the things it's hard for people to understand and I can believe why it can be. I think there are sometimes some things you only need to experience and go through the experience maybe multiple times 
And after that, you can kind of come to believe. So I'm sure that people would think, oh, this or oh, that. But, you know, I, unless you've had the experience, it's very different. Right. I get you. Do you think that uh, psychics and do you think also people can talk to the dead or the past or? Uh, actually, <laughs> I do that too. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I look into the past lives. Um, so like I can read somebody's past lives and if there's a very strong message, then I can give that information out. And the past life information is mainly to kind of help you move forward in this particular lifetime. So like, let's say you're looking for some sort of an answer. So the past life reading would give you information in terms of whatever that answer is that you're looking for. And a lot of us or most of us have had numerous, numerous past lives. So the body that we have, this particular body, it's only there for this lifetime. And when we leave this body, our spirit still exists. And then the spirit will take on a different body. So essentially, the spirit has a lot of information. And um, at a body level, I can tap into your past life or somebody else's past life and just kind of pull that information out or give you the information that you're looking for. Okay. Right. Is there anything you could tell me about me? Have you had gotten any? Uh, you didn't uh, ask me to come prepare. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I would have done it. But we can do it after the show is over. No, just quiet. <laughs> just wondering in general if you got any uh, any vibes or anything was was coming to you. <laughs> uh, no, not really. I didn't really. Re I didn't try to read you. So most of the times, I don't try to read people. If there's a strong energy associated with a person, then uh, even if they walk by me, I can literally read their thoughts. But it, it has to be a very strong energy associated with a person like that. So Got you, you can literally read and tell what they are thinking or what they're trying to tell you kind of a thing. Okay, my energy is not strong enough. I don't enough. try to read people. I'm sorry? My energy is not strong enough? Not, not, not right now. <laughs> to be honest, like I used to, I used to be, I used to be, I used to be very into reading, going to psychics and, and all of that and to zodiac signs and all of that. But I've, as I've gotten older, kind of mm -hmm. like kids kind of lose, lose that creativeness or that openness to an extent. And, and I've definitely lost that over the years, but it's still very interesting to me. So. So when you used to go to psychics, what percentage of their predictions would come true? I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. I, I don't remember anything in particular uh, sticking with me. So. so one of the girls that I had, so when I first started reading, you know, like I didn't have any clients. So um, all the clients I got were brand new. Mm -hmm. And one of the girls I had, she said that, you know, I go to, <laughs> I go to a lot of psychics. I said, well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, I'm going to try you out. I'm going to write down each and everything you say. And only if it comes true, I'm going to call you back. I said, well, even better. <laughs> Believe it or not, she's still my client. Nice. How long has that been? It's been how long? 14? Since 2014. Okay. Okay. Six, seven years. Seven years. Got you. I'm sure in a lot of way, you're people's therapists. You're people's someone to talk to. Uh, I think there's a little bit of that, that uh, the, f there's a very little percent of that, but I think a lot of them is people, um, so some of them are genuine uh, readings where they are kind of looking for information or looking for a solution. So one more thing about doing this kind of a thing is, like I said, if you know something is going to happen, then you should have the ability to change it. 
because that's really what it's about it's not about you know listen if i tell you that you're going to go in a car you're going to get into a car accident are you going to get out of the home probably not most likely not right right so that's uh that's the kind of information that you can get in terms of what's going to happen so some people people leverage it in different ways Mm -hmm. One of the girls, she actually leveraged it for a financial contract. Like she wanted to know how much she could bid, how high she could bid before she lost her contract. And she got like a $35,000 raise just by increasing her bid. That was a huge contract for around two fifty to 60000 but she wasn't going to bid that high. But you can kind of see where the, like think of it as a line and you can see where this ball you can roll the ball and where the ball falls over is where she's going to lose the bid so uh, uh, like uh, in that particular way is how she used it but there are several several ways people can use the use the tool let's say okay yeah think of it as time traveling if you could time travel what would you if you could time travel, then what? Where would your limitation come from? That's I don't know. I want to know the lottery numbers. Can we? Can we do a reading? Yeah, lottery uh, numbers. I haven't really tried to be honest. No. Uh, there, there is one person who tried it with me. Uh, the only reason I did it for them is because they are a regular client, and she did win some money. But I do get some a few people asking here and there, but I don't really do that. Okay. Um, but I think when uh, when you're time traveling, so think about it as ha like having the ability to to time travel and to be able to see see everything, let's say. So then your limitation is based on how good of a question it is that you ask, because you're not going to see everything. Your your vision is still kind of limited to whatever it is that you're trying to find out or information that you're trying to seek. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, where can people find you? So people can find me on my website. It is my name, uh, vaishalinikhade.com, or they can just Google Psychic Vaishali and hopefully they'll find me while they should find me. Uh, well, we will definitely put links to you. Um, yeah. and you, you were hosting a podcast before, correct? Yeah, I have a podcast. It's called The Uncanny Link where uh, physics meets metaphysics and uh, i have a lot of information in that podcast related to all the abilities that everybody has so everybody is actually born a psychic and all of us have this ability it's just a matter of tapping into it and being able to use it so if that's something that you're interested in then you're welcome to listen to the podcast which is temporarily on pause but there's still a lot of information in the almost 30 episodes that exist Okay. And you'll also find a lot of examples. All right. Sounds good. So that's called The Uncanny Link. Mm -hmm. And there's a separate website for it. It's called theuncannylink.com. Okay. Perfect. Well, we'll put a link to there as well. Yeah. Um, well, thank you very much for coming on. I enjoyed asking you questions about being a psychic. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so again, this has been a Dweebs Global production where you can go for free mentorship help, everything from resume writing to mental health. It is completely free, dweebsglobal.org.